Hey everybody, welcome to the PR Podcast, giving you guys a better insight on how to master your bodies and raising your PRs in and outside the gym. My name is Joseph. I'm here with my two amazing hosts, Annabelle. Hi. And Morgan. Hello, hello. And it is a very <laughs> nice Saturday. The sun's out. The clouds are gone. The wind is gone. It's morning. We're not sleepy. Yeah. These morning, I love the morning podcasts. They're better. They, it is caffeinated. Feel, I feel that the energy is better between yeah, us. Dark yeah. chocolate. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. From last episode, you know, yeah, Annabelle yeah. educated us on the benefits of dark chocolate. So we're I getting started some. with those raging boners, with, uh, dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> All of us. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So um, last episode, we went over like all these topics about orgasms and the benefits and it was like one of our top rated episodes like so quickly the, the views kind of just went up we had a huge amount of listeners just to kind of show us that you guys the listeners yeah y'all, y'all naughty y'all some dirties <laughs> you guys are spreading got the word lo- got a lot of people that said they learned a lot though we got a lot of people found some interesting little tips mm-hmm. little tidbits well, I don't think it's necessarily dirty. I mean, it's natural. It's life. It's part of life. Yeah. You know? Sexual health. Yeah, I guess it depends. <laughs> it depends who you, on who you ask. You know? <laughs> True. Yeah, so I've been loaded up on dark chocolate ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Did you try anything else? Pineapple or any of the other foods? No, nah, I didn't do the pineapple, yeah. Did you eat a whole watermelon? I, <laughs> An well, entire I, watermelon. I do, <laughs> I do watermelon pretty normally, actually. Um, Bree's a huge watermelon fan, so... I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why she's always feeding it to me. Here, eat some watermelon. This <laughs> time, here's your watermelon. Yeah, it's weird. It's I found this watermelon you. concentrate. I did your I did your meal prep. <laughs> Bunch of watermelon and a spoon, and that's it. There's <laughs> half of a watermelon spoon. So, that was a that that was a great episode. It was a lot of fun, and then we also went over the uh, the burger challenge stuff, and so we officially began the burger everyday challenge. And um, today's we, day six. Today's day six. So we're actually all three of us are, are going to go get a burger together. And there have there have there has already been some questionable <laughs> burgers <laughs> there. You know, yes. we have um, some people say that perhaps one of these burgers was not a burger. It was a in fact a breakfast sandwich because it was an English muffin. Uh, with turkey and an egg. I'm not going to say names, but it's questionable. <laughs> and somebody's been eating, apparently, sandwiches, not a burger. But, I mean... So so we went over the definition of a, of a hamburger. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it says it has to... Uh, a hamburger, by definition, is some type of ground meat. So it could be turkey. It could be beef. It could be any type of ground Salmon, meat. Salmon, lamb. Yeah, exactly. Bison. And it has to be between pieces of bread or bun. So that means the English muffin is okay, and Annie's sandwich bread is okay. I thought we weren't saying names. <laughs> <laughs> no, just yours. Um, I don't know who did the English muffin one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so technically, we're, we're all we're all good. We're all still yeah. in this. I mean, I know I'm good. I sleep well at night. <laughs> I know I'm eating my burgers, legitimate burgers. Yeah. There's no question about it. These other people, they're kind of like gray area, but it's okay, you know. As, as long as the participation is there, that's the, the important oh, we thing. We all get participation right? awards we're at all the end. The, we're all in the runnings. Um, one thing we did disqualify because one somebody amongst us wanted to eat a lettuce wrapped 
burger, which is not really a burger. It is a lettuce wrap. So that is disqualified because you need a being called you need, a protein you, style. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter because <laughs> yeah. you need a, a bun or, or a, a piece of some piece type of, of, some bre- type of piece bread, of bread, yeah. a roll. Yeah. So lettuce wrap um, to whoever it was that wanted to eat the lettuce wrap <laughs> burger. I'm sorry, but you cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> not naming I names. Think we already, not like, naming names. That's not me or Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I I know I love salads, but I'm I'm playing fair game, so I am eating a burger, so it is not me. And do we do we disqualify the vegan vegetarian burgers too? Yeah, well, that is not a burger. Yeah, it's not okay. a burger. It's not a burger. And for people, for people, for people, by definition, yeah, by definition. by definition, the definition of a hamburger is some type of ground meat. Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately. You know, like a black bean burger or, you know, they're um, delicious. The Beyond Meat burger, unfortunately, does not classify. On the side. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) hey, we're just going off definition here, you know? Yeah. But it's going good. So far, it's been pretty good. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. So, you asked me, you're like, Joseph, your favorite food is burgers. Do you think eating one every single day is going to make you hate them? And immediately, I was like, nah. Yeah. Heck no. That first day, I was already dreading it. Day, day two, he texts like, how's everybody doing? <laughs> Hanging in there. Day two. Because like, obviously when I when I have a burger, it's because it's planned. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to have it. But to have it because I'm like, almost like, you know. It takes the magic out of it. Yeah, it takes the excitement out of it. So the first day I had the burger and I took a bite and I'm like, I had to do this for 30 more days. I was yeah. like, yeah, I, don't, I ain't no quitter though, you know. Yeah. But um, and then I switched to In and Out, and that made it a lot easier. Because <laughs> yeah. I went to the Habit the first day, and the Habit's okay, you know, it's, it's a it's a good burger. And then when I went to In and Out, I was like, okay, I could do this. So yeah. In and Out burgers, um, Baker's super underrated, and I think just home burgers like on like your home grill are is yeah. one of the best. Yeah, because so I was the opposite. So my first, I went to the Habit. I love the Habit. Um. I was like, okay, hell yeah, this will be good. <laughs> this was delicious. And then, um, but day three, I had one more meal left and I was done with my calories. So I only had room for one more meal. And I was like, okay, I have to eat a burger, but I wanted my yogurt. Mm-hmm. So it kind of ruined the oh. burger for me because I did not want to eat the burger. I wanted my yogurt, but I couldn't. Yeah. So it was like, damn, just because I have to eat a burger, it kind of takes the fun out of it. Hey, that's, that's why this but, is a challenge. But... Yeah. Then I ate the burger and I was happy. Okay. <laughs> so as soon as I bit into the burger, I was like, okay, it's not that bad. I could do this. Yeah. Um, and your uh, breakfast burger, I feel like it went like, undete- I don't know, that wowed me. That was impressive. You're welcome. <laughs> but anyway, I don't, I don't know if you got any feedback on it. Did anybody see it? Like it had peanut butter in it. Yeah. I- I don't, yeah. I don't know. Nobody. Oh, that was peanut butter. Yeah, that was yeah. Peanut butter. I, I thought it was like like some type of like brown mustard, like a, like a honey mustard yeah. or something like that. I seen it. And I I didn't know that was peanut butter. Yeah. So I think I put the mac. Oh yeah, no, I didn't did. put the macros or, on that one, did I? I thought you did, or you put the ingredients or something. Did I? Pro- probably. But yeah, I, I put some peanut butter some, on there. How? How was did peanut I know butter, it was peanut butter? Yeah, it was peanut <laughs> was butter, like, egg, and uh, the the beef with the bun, and some onion. It was pretty good. It looked delicious. And mm-hmm. cheese, like you had Yeah, it had cheese. cheese. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just happy because I have all my burger stuff now. Like, that's all I was, you know, I didn't have everything prepared. It hit us, you know, it came, it came out of nowhere, it came fast. <laughs> but now I got everything now, though. I got, like, my pickles, I got my romaine lettuce, I got my buns, I got my meat, like, everything. I got, I got everything going now. So this next week, 
Oh yeah, this yeah. next week. Uh-huh. I gotta say though, like my favorite burgers so far have been the ones that I've been making at home. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought for some reason I was dreading it because. I don't really make my own burgers. I usually just buy them. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, it's gonna it's gonna be a hassle. I don't like because I don't like cooking. Yeah. So I was like, ah. but it's quick. Like in ten minutes, I'm done. You it's, just shape it's it, just, and yeah. and what what meat are you using? Cause I you use asked. the I use the Stater Brothers, just the ground beef, ninety six percent, the same one I always eat. Okay. And I thought it was I thought it was gonna be like dry, but no, it's pretty easy. Two yeah, two ground, three minutes, and yeah, that's ground it. Ground beef done. stays pretty. I mean, because you could go like you know medium rare and yeah. keep it a little red, so you still get a lot of flavor. So for this week, I went 85% fat. Yeah, that's what I yeah. stick with usually. Yeah, or 85% lean, sorry. 85, yeah. <laughs> 85, there's a number. In. <laughs> Imagine 85% fat, just pure white. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. yeah, so that's going to be some good burgers coming up. Yeah, yeah I have, I have like, I bring in a lot of fat macros now because I'm at a surplus. So I'm like, I might as well have a little fun with it. Heck because yeah. when I bought the turkey, I wasn't thinking I bought the 99% lean turkey. Oh, those so it was super dry and I was like drenching it with like ketchup and mustard trying to get some like some moisture going yeah. and it was just like like eating, <laughs> like eating sand it was like sand between yeah I think I think you just gotta mouth. know how to cook it to be honest huh? I think you just gotta know how to cook it or that yeah I mean because turkey just has to be cooked obviously like all the way through yeah. so I'm like one of those guys like when it comes to like turkey and chicken I'm like very cautious like is that pink is that pink Five more minutes, yeah. <laughs> and next you know, burnt. Yeah, <laughs> can yeah. knock somebody out with yeah. this. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> a piece of charcoal at the end. Yeah, burger challenge. Yeah, burger challenge who, going who good. Who knew this is what we would be doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, but really quick before we hit today's topic, uh, seventy-five hard, Morgan. How we how we doing? It's just great. I told you guys, it's done deal. You're just like you. you just it, cruising. It, right it just feels like you found your rhythm. It's, yeah, it's done. It's just cruising now. It's pretty it's much just say did it already it's i think it's like day 40 i'm not sure i lost count it doesn't even matter anymore Dang. Yeah. Yeah. i just know i'm gonna finish it can't stop me won't stop me can't stop won't stop yeah get down baby get down That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man for Why all you kids like who don't know that song I, know. I will say one thing though i've had to up my calorie intake I had to do the same yeah, thing because I was dropping too much weight. Same. And I was like, okay, I got to eat more. Oh, it's 75 hard. Yeah. One Often, of these days yeah. we have to do an episode entirely on meat, yeah. like non-exercise activity thermogenesis. I literally had to do the same thing. Like a couple, maybe like a week or two in, like I was dropping weight faster than mm-hmm. I wanted to. And then I was noticing too, like I was, my appetite spiked a little cause my activity was going yeah. up, but like my workouts weren't feeling like I wasn't mm-hmm. as energized for them. I was like, Oh no, I need to go up in calories. I feel. Yeah. So mine was different. I my appetite didn't go up, but I felt like I caught myself. Like I was just like laying, sitting, like I didn't want to do anything. I was like, fuck, I don't want to do anything. I'm like, why? And then I weighed myself the next day and I was like two pounds lighter. So I was like, okay, I got to eat more. Mm-hmm. So it was my body telling me stop moving. Yeah. Chill. So I had to up my calories, but we're nice. good now. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Work out twice a day. I mean, that'll, yeah, that'll definitely spike your metabolism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two, two big jumps and in between your metabolism mm-hmm. just sky is just going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's that extra, uh, well, cause technically I, I still train I do, I do strength training and then I walk butch and then i i've thrown in yoga which sometimes takes like an hour so that's another hour of exercise because yoga is no joke and it takes energy that's exhausting yeah so yeah at that three four times a week as well it's it adds up 
Yeah. And you're still training like your training sessions, like your mm-hmm. uh, weight training sessions, like for your meat. That's yeah. still with the same intensity. Yeah, and right, right like now the it's intensity like, doesn't decrease just because you're adding yeah. other stuff. So things. Yeah. And that, too, that could be another thing because the weights are going up now. So I get drained a lot more because yeah. of all think about how easy it would be for someone to approach like 75 hard and just do because you can. You could do like two walks yeah. and that's it. But if you're training with the same intensity, then. Mm hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so kind of going into today's episode, uh, since last week, we kind of talked about orgasms and sex. Well, obviously, <laughs> in, since, you know. in order to, to have that, you need libido. And in order to have healthy libido, you need healthy testosterone levels. So that's kind of what today's episode is going to be about. So we're going to be going over testosterone. We're going to go over the benefits of having um, a healthy testosterone level. We're also going to go over the um, you know side effects of not having um, healthy testosterone. So... We're going to go over some uh, tips and tricks to kind of keep your test levels at a healthy level and keep you guys, you know, thriving in life and having those good orgasms. <laughs> yeah. Ways <clears throat> to raise your testosterone naturally for both men and some and for women, women too. Mm-hmm. Were, you, were you able to get the numbers for the women's um, test oh, levels? Oh, no, but I could look it up well. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go over um, pretty much like a quick definition of testosterone really quick. And then I'm going to go over some healthy levels. Um, I have the numbers for males and he's pulling up the numbers real fast for females. Uh, so t- uh, testosterone is a best known androgen um, hormone, but females can produce it too. Um, in both sexes, uh, low testosterone. So if you do have low test levels can reduce libido, cause fat gain, muscle loss and bone loss. So obviously having low testosterone for a long amount of time can make you pretty much brittle make you feel older than what you really are and can have these negative side effects that obviously nobody wants uh, for for the average male between uh, 19 and 39 years old um, there's a chart of where you want your testosterone levels to be and so if you ever get your test levels checked by a doctor you'll see this chart and it'll let you know where your test levels are um, so between for someone between the ages of 19 and 39 years old you're looking at um, about 264 through 916 uh, nanograms per deciliter. And that's pretty much going to be your um, overall testosterone level that will be getting measured. So um, for any male, I would say over the age of what, like 25 into their 30s, maybe, you know, late 30s, I do highly encourage getting your test levels checked. Um, whether you exercise daily, eat good or not, I feel like it's just good to know where your numbers are. Uh, the good thing is, like, sometimes you don't even have to go to a doctor's office. There's ways you guys can do it online as well. Um, I've used a program called um, Everly Well. Mm-hmm. Um, I use, um, I bought the kit. I still need to take the test, so, and that is really easy um, to take. You um, get the saliva, put it into a little, you know, little kit that they send you, and then you send it back, and they give you your numbers pretty easily. And so it's always good to know where your testicles are at. And depending on your like healthcare provider, sometimes like blood work like that, because it's a hormone that they're testing the levels of. So it's it's, sometimes you just pay your copay. Um, I will say, though, for uh, women or depending on your provider, maybe even for men, they might question or like push back because it's not super common that somebody is just curious about their hormone levels like that unless they're suspecting a reason to be. So like, for example, like I went one year to get Uh, just blood work done and a physical and I asked for a testosterone test like just because I was curious I was like oh I weight trained but like automatically um, my doctor assumed like 
are you on something? I'm like, no, but thanks for asking. (laughs) No, so, and I was just like, no, I just resistance train a lot. And I know like it tends to increase testosterone levels for women. So I just was curious and he's like, okay, he ordered it. And it's one extra little vial of blood that they take and they give you your results right away. So it's kind of cool. So for women, um, you mentioned the levels for men, but for women, much less. So it's 15 to 70 nanograms per deciliter. Wow. I think when wow. I got mine tested, like I was around like 40. So I was like a, like a little bit toward the higher end, but still That's not. Like so, all the gains. <laughs> <laughs> Anabolic. Anabolic. <laughs> Dang. Um, and I will sense. say a lot of the time for women, so one of, this, uh, one of the markers that's associated with uh, PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, is elevated testosterone levels in women. But it's um, in this case, it may not be in a beneficial way. So that's another reason, like if you're having symptoms that are related to, for women, polycystic ovarian syndrome, super common, but it's not normal. So you do want it addressed, you want it treated, but they'll do a testosterone test too for that. Yeah, yeah, good to know. Um, so yeah, so I'm just gonna go over like this, like the kind of generic uh, definition of testosterone. Go over the different types of testosterone, just kind of get a, a basic feel for all this, and then we'll kind of go more into detail um, about all of it. Uh, so testosterone is a hormone produced primarily by the testes in men and the ovaries in women. It is relevant for sexual development, muscle building, fat loss, some aspects of cognition, and and hair loss. Uh, testosterone levels. Uh, may not tell the whole story of how testosterone is functioning in the body, your total testosterone could be divided into three separate categories. So uh, category number one is tightly bound testosterone. Number two is loosely bound testosterone. And the last category would be free testosterone overall. Um, so tightly bound testosterone, about two. this makes about two-thirds of your overall test in your blood and is bound to your sex hormone, uh, but your body cannot use it because it's, it's bounded to the... Um, Glo- globulin is that how you say that yeah uh, sex hormone binding globulin yep globulin globulin, globulin <laughs> or also known as shbg uh loosely bound testosterone the second one um, is about one third of your testosterone in your blood um it is b- bound to uh, al- albulin albumin and that's just a like a protein in your blood mm-hmm. basically uh, your body can use it but it does take a little bit of effort and then you have your free testosterone and unfortunately this is it takes up the smallest amount of overall testosterone in your blood only about one one to four uh, percent this just floats around freely your body can use it whenever it needs it um, and it's a very potent androgen so it's really good for muscle building um, and cognitive health and all that good stuff uh, so together, to, together, loosely bound and free testosterone composes your bioavailable testosterone overall, uh, which has a greater impact on your overall health um, of testosterone also. And so it's good to kind of have high free testosterone. It's, high, it's good to have high loosely bound testosterone as well, because that just means there's more testosterone for your body to use. And it's just good for just overall health. So whether you're looking to build muscle, whether you would want to just feel better, it's good to have these numbers high. And so in order to bring these numbers high, there's a couple of, I guess you could say just lifestyles that you want to live. Like you want to make sure number one is going to be sleep. You want to make sure you're sleeping a good amount uh, per night. And there's a really good study they did where they had uh, people, they had um, people sleep from eight hours to five hours and they did it only over the course of eight days. So for eight days, they reduced the sleep a little bit and their test levels dropped by 10.4%. So for those of you guys who work, you know, Monday through Friday, 
And if you guys are getting a, you know, a lot less sleep than you guys do on the weekends, you want to make sure you're trying to get at least, you know, that seven to eight hour window per night. And that's going to help kind of keep those test levels elevated and keep you within healthy levels. And that's the reason why after you do less, less sleep day after day after day, your body starts to get really, really beat up. And you start to feel really lethargic. You start to feel really tired. Your sex drive drops. And also your motivation for the gym dramatically reduces as well. And that's when people start to notice um, it's easier to put on the weight. Yeah. And like it's related a lot to your stress levels. So a lot of the time if you're not getting enough sleep or you're finding like you have a lot of like either acute stress, like high stressful situations or chronic stress, stress, just like low level like stresses in your life. Um, you can feel it a lot of the time like you don't have the energy or the virility like that drive for sex but also like you said yeah for motivation just to do like stuff for yourself like just being like feeling healthy feeling good like when you are deprived of sleep for a while like it's almost like one of the last things you can think of is like performing during sex right like it's like well like when i when i lack a lot of sleep i feel like almost like drunk like my head feels loopy like it's hard to focus like that's kind of what the feeling feels like and it's a it's an ugly feeling and like you said the last thing you want to do sometimes is is have sex you want to just and even if you do like you might not be able to perform like (laughs) might be wasting (laughs) i'm just kidding it's so I mean, still perform, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm knocking out after. Yeah. What are you, um, Morgan? Because uh, how you been with sleep? Um, why? What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> 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 no, I could say the same thing. Uh, I do notice when I don't sleep, uh, the same thing. Drive for sex is not there. Uh, even training sessions are not is not like the, the greatest. The aggressiveness, right? Yeah, Kinda. even when I go throughout my day, um, whether it's working or anything I have to do, I feel myself kind of sluggish, not really paying attention to what I'm doing. I'm not really there hundred percent. So mm-hmm. I could definitely see why that would be a big, you know, big negative. Yeah. And that's why they, they mentioned uh, cognitive health mm-hmm. because just for that reason, yeah. like when your test levels are low, you kind of just like go about your day running through the motions. You don't really notice the outside world yeah. too much. Like you mm-hmm. just feel like just out of it. And yeah, so that plays a, a big, big role. Yeah, and it's like the even so because we talked about the tightly bound and loose bound and free testosterone. So you only can control like about a third of the testosterone in your body. You can that's all you can control. But that is that one third that you can control. That's throughout your entire body. So that's circulating. It's produced in your testes and like for women and ovaries. But the hormones are impacting every system of your body. So if you can control it, you should. Like if you can make sure that it's at good levels for the most part, then you should. Yeah. Um, Whatever you can control, control it. Control it. Controllable. Yeah, because the last thing you want to do is go home and your wife or whoever your partner (laughs) is excited. And then you're like, (laughs) it's time to get down. And then you're like, I can't. I'm I'm tired right now. I'm sleeping. (laughs) The drive isn't there. I'm like, you don't find me attractive anymore. Oh shit! You know, so you don't want (laughs) you don't want those problems. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Confessions of Morgan. That's a little deep. (laughs) So it's true though. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> so I want to go into like more, uh, more exercise um, related when it comes to testosterone. So um, the big thing about um, uh, fitness is obviously you want to bring your body fat down. That can help regulate hormones as well, along with obviously a healthy diet. But um, and and you also hear how like oh exercising like when you do like heavy compound lifts can raise your testosterone. Uh, the study on that does back that up, but it is a little bit more of a short-term spike in testosterone only lasting about an hour post-exercise. So even if you are doing like heavy compound movements with high intensity, it is a short spike in testosterone. That's, but it's usually a reason why, like right when you're done lifting, especially after doing like a heavy like leg day, your hormones shoot up a little bit and you're kind of like, all right, yeah. where my lady at? Or, and there's, there's like a fine, <laughs> yeah, there's a fine balance too, because you can go in the gym. So your workout program should leave you energized. Like you should leave the gym wanting more. Like if you're leaving the gym depleted, tired, like, you know, you shoot your testosterone levels down because you overdid it continually, like over and over again, then you're kind of defeating the purpose of um, resistance training is the best way to naturally increase testosterone levels mm -hmm. because it sends a really strong signal to your body because testosterone is an anabolic hormone it's sending that signal like oh shoot we need to build more muscle because we're breaking down a lot of muscle and we need to increase it we need to increase our free testosterone and our loosely bound testosterone so ladies your ovaries get that signal men your testes get that signal and it's like let's go let's let's make some more so but if you're doing the opposite if your workouts are putting you through so much work that you're stressed like you're causing so much stress your body's not gonna produce as much testosterone because it's gonna be producing cortisol because of the high uh, levels of stress mm -hmm. and it's just gonna be wanting to repair yeah so. that's kind of where the whole like overtraining idea kind of comes into play and I always tell people, I go, there's really no such thing as overtraining, it's just under recovery. And so you do have to be careful when it comes to that balance. So it's okay to train heavy and train hard, but you want to make sure you're also recovering harder and make sure you're taking those, those necessary steps. Um, so when it comes to like, I guess you could say a sense of overtraining, they said to be careful when it comes to heavy lifts and doing high intensity uh, uh, cardio on the, in the same session. Cause you have people that do, they'll do like, um, really, really heavy lifts with the weights and then they'll go do high intensity workout after when it comes to cardio. So if you do want to combine cardio and weightlifting together, you want to keep it more moderate to low intensity. Um, when you combine those two sessions together or separate them completely, like do your weight training in the morning and then do your high intensity movements later. So you have that time in between, uh, to prevent that or that overtraining or that that stress on the body within such a short amount of time you want to give your body some time to to recover in between but yeah you never want to really avoid those heavy heavy lifts and especially as a competitor who goes through these uh, caloric deficits uh, people always ask me like oh when you're dropping weight do you tend to lower your weight whenever you're weightlifting i go no i was like i'm always trying to lift heavy because uh, heavy compound exercises, they do increase uh, serum concentration of testosterone, uh, growth hormone, and, and IGF-1, which are all just like uh, just hormones that help build muscle overall. So you do want to make sure you're always kind of adding in those those heavy compound movements mm -hmm. into your weight training sessions. You know, your your deadlifts, your bench press, squats, overhead presses, these, these really, really heavy compounds. And even if you're not like in a surplus where you're able to build those hormones are at least helping you hang on for to dear life you have to what have. you have. Yeah. Exactly. So you're not like breaking down precious muscle. Like you work yeah. so hard to build. So if you're someone like Morgan who power lifts, plus you're in a surplus, your hormones are raging. 
That's why he stays hard for 75 days. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how long have you been powerlifting for, like seriously? I'd say close to three years now. Yeah. So obviously those are super heavy compound movements. You're, you're stronger than everybody in the world. Um, <laughs> 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 have, have you noticed like a change? Because... Because you're 20, you're 30, 30, yeah, 30, 30. And so have you noticed like an actually improvement as you start to age as far as like sex drive, test levels and stuff like that? No. I was going to say, because like then, at 18, <laughs> like, I've been, I've been doing, I've been training the same way since like high school, basically. Yeah. So I've been powerlifting for three years, but I've always been lifting heavy since I started. Right. So I would say I don't feel any different but i would say that's a good thing because as i age i don't feel yeah i don't feel different like everybody i remember when i was 20 or like an 18 year old kid and i'll have these guys that were my age now Mm -hmm. they'd be like wait till you get my age Mm -hmm. you're gonna feel tired you're not gonna look the same and here i am now and i'm like what happened yeah that's such a good point that you bring up because one of the main reasons testosterone levels is such like an important topic especially related to fitness but like in general is because a lot of studies a lot of reports and i i mentioned it a little um or off camera Mm -hmm. but um the healthy range for males for testosterone a couple decades back was a little bit higher and we should note that you can't compare yourself to someone else because your healthy levels the range is so big because it varies like so much between like different guys. So your healthy levels might be different than someone else's healthy levels, but in general that range has decreased. And that's just because there's like an overall, we're seeing like an overall decrease in like testosterone levels or like just a larger decrease as people age. And a lot of like research is going into it so a lot of the time they're attributing it to um like the types of jobs and lifestyles that we have so a few decades ago a lot more males had more blue collar jobs like where they're working physically outdoors a lot of the time getting vitamin d getting a lot of movement where now not that it's a bad thing but so many more people are working like white collar jobs so they're inside in an office tied to a desk or tied to a computer all day every day and they're not counteracting that with being physically active like as much as we're talking about fitness and physical activity we're the minority like the majority of the american population probably the world is not physically active or doesn't even meet the minimum requirements for requirements for physical activity just to be healthy so yeah yeah it's uh We've definitely developed to more of a sedentary lifestyle um, as the generations go on. I feel like it's just going to get more and more like that as well mm-hmm. because obviously technology is technology is advancing like crazy. So yeah. like pretty soon there'll be three 3D printing houses. Yeah. When did, when, <laughs> when did we ever have to like prescribe people sleep or, you know, people would come home tired. Like they yeah. would sleep their eight hours because they had to because mm-hmm. the next day they had to get up and do the same thing. Or when did we start, you know, when did we ever need like blue blocking glasses or like lenses on our phones. Like we're on screen so much, which I mean, that has a lot to do with like the way that we perceive like the world, but like it impacts everything inside us too, like our hormone levels. Yeah. Even now, like when people want to get food or anything, they don't have to leave their home. They could just <laughs> go on an app and get food sent to their house. I'm so guilty of that. I use Postmates so much. Do you really? Uh, yeah. You see? I mean, <laughs> it's con- I mean, when it's convenient, but you at least 
counteract that because you're physically active and your yeah, yeah, nutrition yeah. is cool. dialed usually. <laughs> <laughs> if not all the time, at least most of the time. Yeah, I mean, I use it probably like once a week, but it's a, that's, that's a lot. Like, I feel like that's more than I should. At least you're moving because there's people I, out there don't do anything. They're just sitting all day. order it daily. Watching yeah. TV. Yeah. Or, and I was going to say because like what it uh what's postmates like you order it's like a food delivery yeah. service yeah but like groceries right no no no, no like, it's like food like, restaurants oh okay okay you get Never some mind. Wobble? i was gonna say <laughs> like, i, I was gonna say at least you like because aren't there services that do like groceries because like yeah. i i know i'm not or there's a few of us out there but i love cooking and i love grocery shopping like i freaking love a grocery <laughs> store but that's i know that's not everybody it's like a food adventure <laughs> <I'm> yeah. like, <laughs> But um, it's at least like, I mean, well, you're making choices still. So yeah. a little healthier, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so with, with this um, this generation of lower testosterone comes these, um, the supplementation of synthetic testosterone, you know, wh- um, whether it's by um, injections, um, artificial testosterone or synthetic testosterone from a doctor prescription. Um, these are options that are, are available, but you do have to be mindful that you are in putting synthetic form of testosterone into your body. And so your, your body's very smart. It'll, it'll sense this outer testosterone and it'll purposely slow down its own testosterone production. So the longer you use synthetic tests, the higher chance you have actually shutting down your own testes from, from producing testosterone on their own. So you do want to be very mindful of that long term. And so it's like one of those things, like you want to make sure you talk to a doctor, make sure it's the best thing you could do and, and make sure you stress these other options naturally before you take that route. Because once you start, a lot of these guys are on it for the rest of their life, like TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have people who have healthy testosterone and they, they still get testosterone injections because they want to be, you know, muscular, you know, bodybuilders yeah. and whatnot. A lot and of the time that's like people are just not informed yeah. because like you said, uh, your body has all these mechanisms that are not going to let you like just, excuse me, you want to defy me? No, no, no. <laughs> like testosterone levels need to be here. So if you're, taking in synthetic testosterone like you're not going to produce it mm-hmm. like a lot of times your balls shrink yeah they'll shrink and, and they're not <laughs> they're not doing what they need to do and you know and everybody's different like there'll be someone who takes testosterone for a month and their test shut down forever and they have to be on trt the rest of your life and they have other people who take it for six months cycle off and their testes turn back on right away it's it really you know obviously that is is based on your genetics and hopefully you're one of those lucky people. Um, but so it's, it's before you do take that route, make sure you're educated of the long-term effects of it as well. Um, so I, I do have a, um, a study here, um, which I, I freaking loved it. Uh, so uh, there was four groups of people and it was a 40 people total. So 10, uh, 10 um, men in each group. And so um, group number one was all natural and they trained and um, I'm sorry, I guess I should go over the how long this study was. This is a 10 week study um, and they're basically seeing strength gain through testosterone and through synthetic testosterone to see what the difference was. And so um, it was a 10 week study um, and each group performed four sets of about eight reps three times a week of uh, squats, bench press and deadlifting. So pretty much like all your power lifts. So group number one over the course of 10 weeks, uh, they were all natural and trained natural. Uh, group number two took 600 milligrams of testosterone and trained. Group number three took 600 milligrams of testosterone and did not train. And then group number four was a placebo group, which obviously they, they did nothing. They didn't train or take t- or take testosterone. And so um, so group number one, the all natural and trained group over the course of 10 weeks, put on 4.4 pounds of lean muscle mass. 
really good. Um, the group two that took 600 milligrams of testosterone and trained put on 13 pounds of lean muscle mass. So almost three times the amount, actually, yeah, about three times the amount of lean muscle mass in the same amount of time. Um, the, the placebo group, of course, they saw no results cause they didn't mm-hmm. do anything. And, but here's the really interesting one. Group number three, the group that took 600 milligrams of testosterone and did not train over the course of 10 weeks, still put on 6.6 pounds of lean muscle mass. That is insane. So the group that mm-hmm. took testosterone and did not train put on more muscle than the natural group that did train over the course of 10 weeks. It's crazy. That just goes to show how crazy uh, testosterone yeah. is. And, you know, it's obviously. It's an anabolic hormone. Yeah, like and, it's, that's in the word. Like yeah. it builds muscle. <laughs> and you know what? It kind of goes, obviously I'm, a, I'm an all natural athlete. And so when people like hit me with like, oh, like, you know, test doesn't do that much. Like, Really? Like, you know, like natural athletes compared to unnatural athletes, like if you're a natural athlete lifetime, I give you the world of credit because it's obviously harder. Like these, this study right here shows how much harder it is where someone who takes testosterone and does nothing can still put on muscle faster than someone who does train naturally. Like it's, it's unbelievable. Um, and so for the group that did take test that did take testosterone and trained their test levels went up to 3,200 nanograms per deciliter, 3,200. The the high level for a natural athlete is only 916. Went up to 3,200. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's a big boost. That is a big boost. (laughs) And I, like, I do want to, because you said in the beginning, this is a 10-week study. Yeah. Because while these people are making, like, a lot of, like, acute gains, like, because, think about it, like, the, three groups out of the four that were at least training were consistent for at least a month and a half. Mm -hmm. So this is a Mm -hmm. month and a half long study. So you can still make significant gains like with consistent training. Like this is, I'm assuming maybe like a university or like a, and they're training in a like lab and they're testing, you know, whatever, like one rep maxes or like um, increases in volume, like and all that. But when like translate it to the real world we have to consider like how long can these people sustain that kind of growth like and were these people i'm assuming they weren't like taking any kind of testosterone before because almost anybody's gonna see that huge spike right away with like a increase in like 600 nanograms per deciliter of testosterone like Mm -hmm. synthetic um so we have to consider that too, because it's like it sounds amazing and wow, like why isn't every why aren't we all juicing? But like, let's like that's that's how people a lot of the time will take like some token of like that's why it's so like powerful. People are like, hell yeah, I'm gonna use like testosterone, like I can get three times stronger, faster, like you know. Yeah, just <laughs> just one of those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um. But uh, even studies, even for like the natural um, athletes or just the average person, um, even just being on the low end of the of this um, the scale of testosterone and going to like a higher end, like if you're at 350 and going to like 850, can still give you a pretty good benefit and a good boost and have you feeling better. But you have to remember too that everybody's different. Everybody's body feels different, performs differently. So even if Morgan's at 400 nanograms per deciliter and I'm at 400 nanograms per deciliter. We might feel and, and 
perform completely different. I might feel lethargic and tired, but he might feel energetic and hitting PRs all the time. So mm-hmm. um, just because you had the same um, test levels as another person doesn't mean you're going to feel the same or perform the same. So you want to make sure like your test levels are where you need to be. <laughs> okay, then. The hanger. <laughs> how low is that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it kind of is like a ratio too. like if you're talking like women too, like elevated testosterone in women, like that's also like considering that it's a ratio with your estrogen and progesterone. Same with you guys. You guys have estrogen um, that can kind of like even if your testosterone is high, like if your estrogen is high, too, then it kind of like negates some of those benefits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then so they kind of suggest like the sweet spot for like body fat is around like 10 to 15%. Um, obviously if you're, you know, a little more of a high, high level athlete and you're getting down to like the 7%, um, as far obviously for males, um, you can still stay within healthy levels. So that doesn't mean if you go below 10%, your test levels are just going to drop dramatically. Mm-hmm. But if you're like a, like a fitness competitor and you're getting down to like, like the more 4% or 5%, then you might start to really feel that difference as far as test levels dropping. Um, so, um, another study, um, followed a natural bodybuilder, um, over his 12 week competition prep and they, um, followed his calories along with his body, body fat percentage along with his test levels. So, um, it was a 12 week competition prep that he did and his calories went from 4,700 all the way down to 2,100. Uh, his body fat percent dropped from 40% to 4.5%. And his overall testosterone went from 991, which is on the very high scale. That's actually a little bit higher than the 916, all the way down to 227. So he went from above (laughs) the natural to below the low end over the course of 12 weeks. And so, you know, that just goes to show when you get down to those really, really low body fat percentages, like to able to perform at a high levels. You know, it's it's only a few people can really handle that and perform um, the way they need to because motivation goes down, strength goes down, it's hard to hold on to muscle, uh, sex drive, libido goes down. I'm sure every competitor that's listening can definitely, you know, relate to that and be like, okay, so that's the reason I love why. I that they did that too. That's a cool, I mean, it's a cool thing to note, but like you also say, like nutrition is super important because mm-hmm. the calorie drop was significant the body fat drop was significant so he got i'm assuming to his goal going from like 14 to 4 percent body fat like that's great work like but it's aggressive and that's why it's a sport and yeah. that's why you like have to put enough effort to like reverse out of that um yeah and like with and- nutrition so going too low on carbohydrates going too low on protein which most people won't but going too low on protein and going too low on fat for like an extended period of time will kill your testosterone yeah and um i was gonna say like we, we talked about this off air when i was on prep and i remember you asking how low my fats were and you and morgan were like what <laughs> yeah. you guys are freaking out and yeah. i'm like it's temporary guys yeah yeah <laughs> he had to reassure us <laughs> yeah and that's the thing like obviously this guy's test levels dropped dramatically but it is it is temporary and i'm sure when he was done he went back into um you know more of his caloric maintenance um but it's 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 hard to say if you ever get back to your normal levels because your body does take this very big hit and sometimes he might not get back up to that 991 um depending on how, how much uh, of it you know metabolic damage he probably caused hopefully he did a proper reverse diet after this and that's why i did the episode on reverse dieting 
because reverse dieting is not just body recon, but it's also getting your hormones back to the way they need to be as well. Mm -hmm. And so for every competitor out there, I don't care what your sport is, make sure you're doing that reverse diet and getting back to regular caloric maintenance the right way after you, you know, do a high, high performance competition. Um, and also macros matter as well. Just like you said, you know, make sure, you know, if you're doing fats, you make sure they're good fats, you know, saturated fats, make sure you're eating foods that are high in zinc, high in vitamin D, high in magnesium. Um, cause these things, um, especially the zinc and magnesium, you lose them in sweat. So you want to make sure you're replenishing them through food. And if you can't do it through food, you could do it through supplementation. Um, and as far as like supplements go, those are really like the main ones that you really want to focus on. They have a lot of research or proven to work like the mm-hmm. vitamin D, zinc and magnesium. And I think I said this on the last episode where I say I, I, I take a ZMA before bed, which is a sneaky magnesium blend. Um, and I also supplement with vitamin D as well. It's something I've always done. Um, and even though my nutrition is very, very good, it's just more like, you know, it's not going to hurt me by bringing in a little bit more, you know, because I, I do sweat a lot during the sessions and it's just better safe than sorry type thing. And if we can tie like it back to our last episode, like with libido, um, those compounds in foods like those micronutrients that you mentioned like those are all tied to libido which obviously for men is tied like tied to testosterone um but i do want to share like a couple of like the types of foods that people are going to want to be eating like so you mentioned magnesium so um i should have post on this which is like see I and like, i was gonna oh, I, I was gonna write down the foods i was like annie got this okay <laughs> I already know uh, and this is for men and women but so because if you guys remember like the uh, micronutrient that we talked about like for like powerful orgasms like magnesium was really tied to it right so magnesium that's uh foods that are rich in magnesium pumpkin seeds dark chocolate which is 70 percent or more um dark uh, almonds and cashews, so like nuts, black beans, spinach, um, fatty fish, like halibut and mackerel, and avocado. So those are foods that have like a good amount of magnesium. With magnesium, I'm glad you take a ZMA blend because magnesium, when you supplement with it, a lot of the times it can, um, it doesn't metabolize as well as it does like with food. Um, if you notice, a lot of the foods that I said, they have a lot of fat or they're a little bit higher in fat. So you need the fat that is combined with those foods to be able to metabolize and absorb it. When you take it as a supplement, um, you might not absorb some of that. So Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that because, yeah, it's fat soluble. So I actually take it with my fish oils. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I, 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 I guess I should have threw that in there too. So if you guys are taking a fish oil, take it with that magnesium or ZMA supplement. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Z in ZMA is zinc. Um, foods rich in uh, zinc are meat. So it's going to be like your beef, like burgers, pork, <laughs> every burgers, day. So every burger every day, day is what you're <laughs> prescribing. Basically, I'm not prescribing anything. <laughs> um, chicken, uh, shellfish. Um, so lobsters and oysters, which like we said last time, like they're also an aphrodisiac. aphrodisiac. Um, dairy, nuts, seeds, legumes, and eggs. So those foods are um, rich in zinc. Um, And then vitamin D. So when I started looking into this, like it's crazy because like up to 40% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D. And vitamin D, you can get it from some foods, but because it's not available in so many foods, you synthesize it with UV ray exposure, like so sunlight exposure. So it's a combination of the two which is why we're so deficient in it. We're not eating 
um, the foods, which let me just, so it's fatty, fatty fish like salmon, tuna, sardines, herring, um, fortified foods. So this is foods that they fortify with vitamin D, which is like a lot of cereals and milk, um, beef liver, which I've never eaten, but is very rich in vitamin D, um, and egg yolks. So a lot of the, well, if people are our age, they'll kind of remember, uh, when we were growing up, egg yolks and cholesterol and fat were really demonized. So a lot of people heard that message, grew up with that message and don't eat egg yolks for that reason. Um, but you need that you need some of that vitamin D, but you can also supplement, which, um, I actually supplement with vitamin D, um, especially during winter months, um, with a cod liver oil. It sounds disgusting. It's fine. It's a fish oil, but, um, it's really rich in, in vitamin D also vitamin D three. Yeah. My fish oil is, um, it's a, uh, comes from anchovies and salmon. Hmm. Yeah. Fatty fish. Yeah. Fatty fish. Um, some other supplements that, you know, can kind of help, uh, would be the D-aspartic acid, um, 3.12 grams per serving. Uh, the research on this is still really iffy. Um, it, for untrained athletes, it did elevate testosterone for six to 12 days. And then they went back to uh, base level, uh, for trained athletes. It didn't really show too much of a benefit. Um, it's kind of like one of those things like try it out. If it works for you, then awesome. If not, then no harm, no foul. And then uh, maca root as well. Maca root showed to increase libido, but had no effect on testosterone whatsoever. Uh, but some people did notice um, a little libido boost when they when they supplemented uh, with it. And uh, have a little fun fun research that that, uh, that I added on to this as well. Um, so just have I'm, I'm not I need to look up more. It's so smiley. I know. It's <laughs> where's, funny. This, and so, where's this going? So the, 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 this study showed that um, watching porn uh, prior to heavy lifts. Um, only four minutes increased three rep max strength. Um, just having a five minute conversation with an attractive woman boosts te- testosterone, obviously temporarily by 30%. Um, and then they did a study on couples and um, it showed that when couples had sex 11 evenings in a row, that testosterone levels rose for both men and women compared to those that didn't. So, 11. you know, that, <laughs> and put I, that and, in your calendar, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, I said the last episode, I said, uh, the more sex you have, the more you crave it. And mm-hmm. yeah, so it's actually been proven that the more sex you have, your test levels actually rise and your libido, um, libido, uh, levels rise and it makes you want to have sex even more. I think you mentioned that when we were talking about DHEA, like yeah. that one, okay. The one I tried to pronounce and <laughs> it was just not working because like having more regular orgasms increase DHEA, which we learned increases testosterone and physical performance. Yeah. Too, so and there was one more I didn't want to mention, but I'm going to mention it anyways. Um, it, sh- it said that um, couples that have um, multiple partners or people that have multiple partners also mm-hmm. tended to have higher testosterone levels as well. But before you go and get yourself a side chick or a side dude, um, it also was speculated that maybe these people just had higher testosterone to begin with, which is why they crave multiple partners. So that that study is still kind of kind of iffy. So don't yeah. you know? If that's not your style, that might increase <laughs> yeah, stress levels exactly. and decrease your sleep. So <laughs> I- <laughs> that's why I didn't really want to mention it. You know, I don't want people to be like, oh, I, want, I need higher test levels. I need you know, yeah. I need more partners. <laughs> Let's be swingers, babe. Nah. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. But if, if, if you, you are, good, you there's nothing you can study. Yeah. Either, is there? <laughs> yeah. You probably have higher testosterone levels. <laughs> <laughs> well, seen Morgan's, Morgan's just soaking this in. Like, wow. <laughs> Have I you ever the, used I, any of these tactics? 
I knew there was a reason why eye, eye candy was such a good uh, method at the gym. You set your eye timer candy. for five minutes, yeah. like, oh. Yeah. So not anymore, but back in my single days, you know, I'd go to the gym and always try to go around the time when there would be more, you know, ladies, ladies walking around. And for some reason, my performance was better. So, yeah. And yeah, we see the memes of that all the time, right? Yeah. Like on Instagram and stuff. Cute like, girl walks by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I suddenly mm-hmm. have power again. 47, it's, it's, 48. It's, it's actually true. It's yeah. It actually raises, raises your testosterone. So uh, then gym shark pants and stuff, you know, uh, gym shark has something going on. They're helping. Yeah, anything else you guys want to add to this? This was good. I think we're good. That yeah, was a lot of good information. Yeah, then if obviously if you guys have any questions, always feel free to reach out. If you guys want to, um, if you guys want like a deeper breakdown on anything we talked about today, just let us know. We'll be more than happy to cover on on, um, on a future episode. These episodes are fun. Like the whole orgasm one, the testosterone one. These are super fun episodes, and uh, I'm sure we'll kind of keep you know adding these in a little bit here and there with. You know, anabolic and orgasms and stuff like that. <laughs> and Joseph. <laughs> well, like I said, we'll get something going for that. Um, yeah, so a couple um, uh, takeaways for today's episode. Um, keep your testosterone high and healthy. Um, make sure you're getting at least, you know, seven, eight hours of sleep per night. Um, make sure you're, if you are supplementing um, vitamin D, zinc, and magnesium that you're taking them um you know, with something that's fat soluble, like a fish oil that that can only benefit you. Um, yeah. So make sure you're number re- one. Oh, wait, were you counting back down? Yeah, I was, I was working my way. Okay, good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> make, sure, make sure you guys are resistance training regularly, yes. keeping your nutrition in check and stay within a healthy uh, body fat of 10 to 15% for males. What would you contribute that for, for females? Maybe like twenties, like in the low twenties. Yeah. Low twenties. That's yeah. what I was going to say too. We're we're allowed to have a little bit more meat (laughs) on our bones. (laughs) And if you guys are concerned about your testosterone levels, it's okay to go get them checked. Make sure you, um, you know, hit up your doctor and get your test levels checked. Make sure you're within healthy ranges. If you're not, you know, ask, ask about ways you could get them higher, but educate yourself as well. Um, And make sure you try these other tactics before you go the route of a TRT, um, testosterone replacement therapy. Um, keep your stress levels low. Get that vitamin D. Try to st- get outside more um, and have sex more often, guys. Yeah. And, like if you are going to get your test levels tested, uh, do it a couple times throughout the year, mm-hmm. too, because doing it once, like depending on what's going on in your life, what you've eaten even the night before or have been eating in your diet, like it's a snapshot of the whole picture. So it doesn't tell the whole story. So you want like if you're able to get regular um, hormone tests, like if you're going to test testosterone or, you know, for ladies, testosterone or progesterone, estrogen, um, do it regularly and make sure like you kind of keep a journal, like log what you're doing lifestyle wise. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, one thing I want to add, this is back to the, the D-spartic acid. Um, it did, um, help raise uh, sperm count in men that were uh, low in sperm. So if you are trying to, um, you know, um, have a child like a baby yeah um it might that will help with um fertility in men so i just want to add that in really quick um yeah so thank you guys for tuning in for another week of the pr podcast for another another episode i should say of the pr podcast um make sure you guys if you are uh, listening on itunes if you guys could do us a favor and leave us a five-star rating and leave us an awesome review 
uh, we really appreciate, we would really appreciate that. Continue to share, um, all of our stuff on social media. I mean, that's how we get this word out. It's how people learn and hear about us. Um, we, we love seeing that stuff. We love reposting it. We love the feedback on these episodes and keep shooting us, um, um, episode ideas. We, you know, obviously we want to know what you guys want to hear. And if you guys are tuning in, if you guys are happy, we're happy, you know, doing this and getting together and making these episodes. We, we have a blast making, uh, doing these, um, yeah, make sure you guys are following us on social media, uh, the PR podcast at PR.podcast. Annabelle's IG is evolve.annabelle. My Instagram is fit underscore fluential, and you can find Morgan at morgan.aquino. Um, yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week.